Today's episode of the Just Keep Swimming podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is an online audiobook and podcast service offering over 10,000 books and the ability to listen to your favorite podcasts, including the Just Keep Swimming podcast. I personally use Audible all the time and suggest you take a listen to Intentional Living by John C. Maxwell. In this book, Mr. Maxwell shares a story on how he was able to live a noble and purposeful life and gives you tips and tricks so you can do the same. So please start your 30-day free trial now at www.audibletrial.com backslash JKS podcast, all lowercase. Again, that is www.audibletrial.com. IAL.com backslash JKS podcast. And if you have any more questions or concerns for the Just Key Swimming podcast, you're always welcome to reach out to us on Facebook or on Instagram at Just Keep Swimming underscore podcast, or you can email us at JKS podcast 702 at gmail.com. And with that out the way, let's dive into it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Just Key Swim Podcast. This is your friend, your boy, your host, Mr. Adrian Jackson, and we're back at it again with another great episode for you, and you already know who's with me. It's the man, the myth, the legend, it's Mr. Um, toi. What's going on, y'all? Not much, bro. How you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, chill day for sure. You? Y'all, Yo, yeah, man. It's been a hell of a week, but, you know, finally got some good news today, so yeah. positive, looking forward, just... Uh, Next steps, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, it's going with the flow. That's all I really can do. That part. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, bro. I had a little topic for us today. Not nothing super long or anything like that. I think um, something I kind of been thought thinking about the other day. Um, I'm gonna call this staying sharp. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I'll, I know both me and you both are athletes, and that's probably the easiest way to start it off, and then we can get deeper as we go. But like, um, you know, being an athlete. Definitely growing up being an athlete, you learn so many different things on how to keep yourself in shape. Right. You know what I'm saying? You learn how to lift weights a certain way, shoot certain different type of running regimens, mm. you know, sometimes diets and stuff like that. Definitely for the people who are collegiate athletes and they were on their diets and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, I kind of realized that there's a lot of things that we learned in life back in the day that we still apply now. Mm. And, you know, it keeps us. It keeps us quote unquote sharp, you know what I'm saying? Cause I kind of just want to talk about that a little bit today, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it definitely does. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So when you hear the word staying sharp, what does that mean to you? Um, just staying on like the peak of your game, like all the things that you kind of practice, you don't let it dwindle down into nothingness, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like a blade, like, um, I'll use like a katana for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, back in the old days, um, or you know the medieval area in Japan. Well, they use swords, or even in uh, Europe, they right. use swords and stuff. But um, you know, as it's being used, it, it dulls gets up. dulls up. Yeah. yeah, and then effectively comes useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a pair of katanas at home where they're just dull at the edge, so they're not going to cut anything. Like right. you can still use it, but it's going to require a lot more force, force, force yeah. you know, and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, staying sharp is 
making sure that it's still second nature so in the case of the blades okay well now i don't have to put so much force into cutting something if i need to mm-hmm. um and i think that just kind of translates through life like whatever skills you learn uh just staying on top of that and making sure it's still a second nature to you right 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 and i, I love that analogy because that is kind of takes me you know still talking about weaponry but you know guns too mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you can go out there and shoot your gun all you want to but you have to clean that bad boy at some point Damn. or at some point you go back out there it's gonna jam up on you it's gonna be not useful right definitely the time you need it that's the last thing you wanted to do like <laughs> the last thing you want is to need a sharp knife and all you got is butter knives around you that part is like well damn now i gotta try to stab this nigga in the eye or something like that you know what i'm saying but um yeah yeah so and that's that's exactly what i was thinking of while i was thinking of staying sharp like there's skills and techniques that we still use from back in the day that still keeps us in where we are right now mm-hmm. so um let's focus on three different aspects today the physical mental and spiritual okay so uh first is for the mental physical mm-hmm. what are some things that you learned in your life that you know helps you stay physically sharp still you know i know we're not in our prime still but right. you know i would say the the number one that kind of come the number one thing that kind of comes across my mind on the daily would be balance um, when I was doing martial arts from like sixth to seventh grade, um, balance was a huge thing. That's like your core about your your core of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it came to you know when I chose to do football again for eighth grade and stuff like that, balance definitely kept me like in the most shape of my life in a sense mm-hmm. it, it held everything together um whether it came to when i hit somebody it's like okay well i know i'm gonna stand on my feet or stand on my fours whenever i get knocked down like i or i won't get knocked down as often you know mm-hmm. um and then especially when i started doing wrestling in uh in high school mm-hmm. uh, i feel like that kind of just made me a natural a natural at the sport right. just because i already had the balance to stand on one foot or you know contort my body a certain way to throw somebody else off especially in terms of like redirection mm. you need a lot of balance for redirection right and that's a whole that's the whole sport about um so what do but, you do to keep your balance still um i would say to keep my balance it's just daily movement mm. um even when I'm not doing anything, um, I'll just like stand on one leg or put myself in a compromised position to test myself to see if I can still balance balance and do what I need to do. Right. Um, and how that kind of comes into play on the day to day is when when I when I when I get into a situation where I might trip or mm. something like that where I stumble over my feet um, I'm still able to stand up and you'll ra- rarely ever see me fall mm. um, I think even just today I think uh, I'll have to get up from my desk to go get something from the printer which was behind me but I have to go around like the the supervisor's desk and I kind of stumbled and then hit my hip on the corner and I was, that's like a set up to, to, to fall oh, on the ground right. but because I had my balance I was still able to coordinate myself um, even if I'm sore or not sore, you know what I mean? Right. So th- that's how I kind of just naturally keep uh, myself sharp in terms of balance, and that's what I use today. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So, like, for me, I think the opposite for me would be more, uh, you know, I've been thinking about it. Unfortunately, I don't work out the way I used to, but when I do go to the gym, I still do my football workouts, definitely, like, my trifectas, you know. Uh, my bench workout is always the same. I've been doing my same bench workout shoot since fucking 17 18 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. bench press hammer press and then uh extensions you know butterflies 
yeah. you do that one set that's one set and you do three sets in a row so like I always think that keeps my you know I'm, I'm fatter than I used to be but at the same time I don't feel like I look sloppy because right. I still keep up with those basic workouts um, water you know what I'm saying I think dad instilled that into me a long long time ago water 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 like the most I'll do is some lemonade sweet tea but like sodas I don't Can't touch do sodas it. not even Sprite like the only soda I would tr- truly touch if I seen it in the lineup would be root beer mm-hmm. and that's because that's just root beer I don't know what it is yeah something <laughs> about root beer is root beer but at the same time I can only have one I can have to do two back to back that would be too much for me right you know? so it even comes to the point where whenever you try to drink anything like carbonated soda it just burns and it's just mm-hmm. it's not even enjoyable yeah exactly yeah. like it's too much too much carbs like um, when the what freaking came out the carbonated water started coming out the bubbly mm-hmm. water and stuff I was like I am not fucking with this yeah. like I need me some regular water I don't need the bottle that's gonna bubble up and taste like soda I'm not drink a soda then that part but now it's like I'm drinking favorite soda so mm-hmm. yeah I feel that but um, one thing I think I do truly still always work on too is hand-eye coordination yeah um, I agree yeah I think my hand-eye coordination is something that I'm still pretty proud of definitely at this age like uh, last night Mm-hmm. Shoot, I asked Jessica to grab me a water and it was dark in here mm-hmm. and she threw it at me and I didn't see it in the air but I just seen it from the release and something just made my hands go right to the spot where the water bottle was going to land yeah. and I caught it blind low key you know what I'm saying <laughs> but like I said my hand eye coordination is like that I still have the ability to drop stuff and you know or you know I knock something over and I catch it before it hit the ground mm-hmm. or I know something's about to fall and I throw my hand behind my back in a weird direction and I catch yeah. it and they're like how the hell did you do that and I'm like you know my reflexes is that level mm-hmm. but um but then you know going based off to the next step how do you practice it still I still walk around and do dumb stuff like a little kid like I still if I'm going to walk sometimes I'll toss my water bottle in the air Same. and you know try to catch it with one hand or uh you know out there playing flat football with the kids I'll play catch myself till the kids show up and mm-hmm. you know while they just throw the ball back cause you know I'd like throw it back just throw it back to me and I'll try to catch it one hand behind my back or something do mm-hmm. something a little fancy but you know I think those me still practicing the basic hand-eye coordination my catching and stuff like that you know video games unfortunately mm-hmm. but just those things just make it so my reflexes are still up to where I want them to be at you know I was gonna say like a huge benefit of that is uh, because I do the same thing mm-hmm. um when, when like, let's say you're carrying something up the stairs or something, your hands right. are kind of full, and it's like, okay, you got the balance for that. Or let's say something valuable was about to fall off the table or it slips out of somebody's hand. Right. And then it's just not even a second thought. You're still sharp on the dot and just pick grab up, that right. real quick. Yeah. And it's crazy. You'd be like, damn, I don't know how I did that. But every time you do it, you'd be like, yeah, I'm smooth. I'm Spider-Man, this bitch. That. <laughs> you know I love it. I love it. All right. So then the next aspect was uh, mental. So what are some things you do to keep yourself mentally sharp still? Um, that one's a little bit more difficult, but I would say just, I would say just not, just thinking of all the possibilities that could be mm-hmm. um, given in any situation mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know that kind of touches into spiritual but just trusting in that right um so like i guess at work i think that's just i think naturally work is just where i practice that the most mm-hmm. is just help you focus helping me focus and um staying on task as much as possible especially mm-hmm. now today is it's just difficult with all these distractions right but um you know just understanding what i need to do 
keeping that list in my head and then executing all of that. Right. Um, and then I would say mentally as well. And, and I guess in terms of like, I guess, mental health, it would be um, just being more mindful, mm-hmm. um, understanding when thoughts come into my head uh, that, you know, those don't necessarily mean my thoughts and understanding that came from uh like from the past Mm. um yeah it was a lot more rampant back then but one thing i still will say that kind of kept me together most of the part back then that i learned when i was young was just um just separating my feelings from my thoughts Mm -hmm. um keeping those two separate to make as much like um of a balanced and neutral decision as possible given any situation right that helps me uh contain my cool and extend my patience at work when dealing with things or dealing with my peers and things of the such right um so um also just processing emotions whenever i do have downtime i'm always just thinking in general mm-hmm. um and if i know something that flares up it's just like okay well it's there just let it go right it is what it is exactly this is the thought then mm-hmm. you know and i like that and i think that's a, a great thing that a lot of people don't they don't look at work ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, at some point you you look at work like driving a car, you know, it's just a cognitive still that you can just go in there and do blindly and you're worried about other stuff and not realizing it. But it's like, if you actually sit there and focus on your work, mm-hmm. you're training your brain to focus, you know what I'm saying? You're working out muscles that you probably don't work out no more because you don't focus like that while you're at home or like you used to while you were in school, you know, taking tests and stuff. So I think that right there is a great analogy to say that, you know, work is what helps me stay focused as well. I was going to say to even expand on that for like my personal goals in Mm. a sense, like, you know, I've been trying to just be more comfortable in social settings and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it's, 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 it's performing my job because I have to be social when clients come up to my desk. Mm-hmm. But taking a mental note and realizing how easy that was for me just because I'm doing my job. And mm-hmm. then to translate that to wherever else I'm at. Right. And I will say, like, I've just been making remarkable progress mm-hmm. um, just because I'm practicing that every day. Right. And becoming just more... Uh, attuned to doing what I need to do. Right. And so. then, and then that's real. And I'm glad you put those two aspects together because a lot of people don't realize like it's like yo you work at the bank and you say this script over and over and over again and you say like you said it's confident it flows out your mouth you know what I'm saying but then you but then right after that you will say oh I'm scared of public speaking though. Yeah. And it's like bro you do it all day every day you know what I'm saying exactly. like you do this all day every day like you're a great public speaker you just it's a different stage and that's because that different stage makes you feel like it's different but you're taking the same thing still the only difference is you're talking from one person two people to a few hundred but shoot not a hundred and you change the subject and that's what it is but when you're confident on your subject shoot you can talk about anything you know so i agree um yeah so for me mentally uh You know, I always have my daily stuff. I read a book, listen to audiobooks, all that stuff. You guys been knowing that. If you haven't known that by now, you haven't been listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, something I do that I used to do a lot that I still do, and I just find myself funny, is I watch a lot of uh, science and nature stuff. Same. Yeah, like I love how it's made. You know, um, there was this one show called uh, Fuck. They show you how all the candies and stuff are made. You know, um, I love the animal planet, or, you know, you know, planet Earth, animal planet stuff, you know, mm-hmm. shit. They had a whole show talking about, you know, animal babies. 
And then, you know, it, it sounds like it's supposed to be a cute show, but shit, this little otter swimming out there by itself and he can't find his mama and it's like, damn, he about to get ate. Right. You know, but that nature stuff always just relates back to me because it's like, okay, nature is smooth. Nature is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Nature is a lot. You know, it's dangerous, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's so many mysteries still that we don't understand you know i just watched this whole hour episode and at the end of the episode he said we still don't understand why they do this and it's like mm-hmm. it's still mysterious you know so that kind of just lets me know that we don't know everything still mm-hmm. you know it's still so much to learn it's still so much to grow you know or just the process of how things are made you know i love just watching like damn i didn't know that took, they did that to make gum mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or they put that inside ketchup you know stuff like that i uh i did this my co-workers the other day actually because you know they oh yeah I love this I love that I'm like have you seen how that's made though mm-hmm. no I'm like you haven't watched how it's made you can watch, watch this it. video see how it's made and tell me what you still think about it yeah and now they're like yeah I'm not eating no more Worcestershire sauce or whatever the case may be but yeah. it's like it teaches you about what you're consuming what you're eating what you're using mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying the basic stuff and I think that is always it always keeps me interested it always makes me think more about huh how did that happen how did this created where did this come from I was gonna say it's more of like a consumption of like educational information and mm-hmm. then um, the application and that thereof right exactly yeah. so like the educational part of it makes me think still too and thinking deeper because usually like real talk it'll start off with i'm watching an episode on ketchup and the beginning of the episode they'll say you know okay we start making ketchup by tomato paste pause how is tomato paste made mm-hmm. now i'm gonna go find a video and figure out how tomato paste made next thing i know i'm just on this wormhole wormhole but it's an yeah. educational wormhole so it's like technically I'm not mad at myself it's not like I'm just streaming and watching nothing it's, mm-hmm. I'm actually learning something at the same time so that part yeah that's what I do for sure for my uh, for my mental stay sharp I just continue to watch continue to educational yeah. yeah anytime I have a question on how something's made or how this got processed or where this even came from, I start to research it. And I think Vanjie taught me that too. See, you yeah, know? Same. Like, yes, Google came out and everybody's Googler now, but she, she taught me to do that before Google even popped up. Like, grab a dictionary. Yeah, grab a dictionary, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Watch something, watch the news, so whatever. So that's mm-hmm. why I was like, okay, let me watch more science channels to figure out how there's the cooking channels. Mm-hmm. I love to watch the cooking channels and see what people use to put together in their meals and stuff like that. I always love watch cooking channels and I still do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always blowing my mind like, Okay, I didn't think about those two flavors going together. You right. know what I'm saying? So, I think stuff like that is always just keeps me sharp for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, okay, last but not least, spiritual. What do you do to stay sharp in your spiritual life? You know, uh, this one's a bit of an interesting side of things, mm-hmm. um, considering like how my spiritual life has led me since I was young mm-hmm. um, I mean as you know uh, we used to go to church and stuff when we were younger mm-hmm. and then it just kind of stopped so like I kind of always had like that faith in God mm-hmm. but I remember oh, well I still have it but I remember grandma gave me this pamphlet that gave the Lord's Prayer mm-hmm. and I would say that and I would be like yo can I, can I hear something from you like, mm-hmm. let, me, let, me, let me hear something and I, I never really heard anything, you know. Right. Um, so that's kind of where my faith kind of dwindled. So I can't necessarily say that you was always sharp in that area. Yeah, because it was absent. I mean, but you're getting sharp now, though. Yeah. So you know, it's and, okay. But I was gonna say to, but I, I kind of recently realized I still kind of brought something from that, mm-hmm. which was 
just faith in general mm-hmm. like even though it technically wasn't directed at god at the time or you know especially during my adolescence mm-hmm. um but it was faith in something it was faith in something i would i would have faith that you know the parents would stop fighting or something you know i would have <laughs> yeah. faith that uh you know things would be Work all out. right at school or you know i would mm-hmm get this or get that you know or some type of advancement would be tight like, there, there, there was faith in something mm-hmm. and i mean now that i'm thinking about it as i'm saying it, i think that's probably the one thing that was kind of like the last ditch safety net for when i went through my near-death experience mm-hmm. um because i again i i don't think i should have made it out of that but mm-hmm. that was the one thing that i had to confide in and like actually be tested on all right do i trust this do i put my faith in this that because mm-hmm. otherwise I don't, i'm not going to be here right so um to practice that on the day-to-day is just still believing still believing in what saved me and what is out there mm-hmm. which is god in my case um and then honestly just recently just been picking up the bible and reading that more and more right you know forcing myself into a position where it's like okay i need to actually prioritize this Mm -hmm. um because otherwise it's like i don't i feel like i just don't have any direction right so um i think that and then just a combination of the physical and the mental um and just practicing that because as long as you're your body's strong as long as that temple's strong then the faith inside will also be strong for for you as well right 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 so um i think all of that just kind of comes together yeah yeah i feel that what about you um so for me you know something from the past if we come to spiritual i think the only thing from my past i truly continue to do is pray before i eat um so um Doug's dad, you know, um, Big, Big Doug, Doug yeah, yeah, Big Doug. He, I was gonna call him Doug, Doug, but Big <laughs> Doug. So Big Doug, I was, I'll never forget. We had a, uh, we was at his house one day. We was about to eat, and then we was about to say grace, and then right after we said grace, he asked us, "Why do you say grace?" And I was like, "I've been told know. to." Yeah, yeah, this is what I've been told to do before I eat, and he's like, "No, the reason you say grace is because you have no idea what happened to your food." definitely being that if you didn't cook it fast food restaurant whatever the case may be you have no idea what happened to your food and something bad can be in your food that's there to hurt you so you always say grace to ask god to protect you from whatever is in there to hurt you and that's why you you know grace your food and i was like oh okay that makes sense now so that kind of always so that was something always stuck with me definitely messing with (laughs) some of my ignorant frat brothers that will Fucking Elijah. We'll go to Jack in the Box at two o'clock in the morning, and he'll ask for a milkshake, and the milkshake machines be off. And this dude would be like, "You ain't no milkshakes, what?" And I'd be like, "Bruh, don't do that. Like that's how people spitting your food, you know." That part. And then with people like that, it was to the point like, "Yeah, I need to make sure I pray before I eat my food because I don't know what these people did to my food right now. They could have." Drop the patty, and you know, then social media start blowing up. You start to see people throwing ice in fryers, and yeah. you know, hearing all the wild crap they was doing food. So it was like, okay, yeah, let me make sure I say my grace. Let it, hope this food nurture my body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just the minimum, at least. That part. Hope that whatever happens, you know, hopefully I don't get sick from this meal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's really just translated naturally. Like I just been doing that my whole life, and I've just been trying to just expand on it. I was going to say, like, have you been expanding it to, like, your other situations? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not just food. Now, now it's for anything. Like, wake up in the morning, pray. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I had a meeting yesterday. 
you know, don't know what's about to happen, but I know it's going to be good because you put this to my life. So I'm just going to focus on getting through this process. You right. know what I'm saying? And just praying that everything's going to be all right. Everything's just nothing's here to harm me. It's all for my good. You know, it's all here right. to nurture me. You know, now that I put like that in those words, that's exactly what it sounds like. Mm. You know, every time I pray, it's like, it's not here to hurt me. I know it's here to nurture me. I know it's for my good. I mean, I like it, but I'll go through it. Right. You know, and it always makes you go through it. Eating, eating peas. I never ate my peas, but mm-hmm. it was never there to hurt me. It was always there to make me better. I didn't like it, but I got through it, though. In an interesting type of way, <laughs> I was going to say that it kind of, at least in my case, like it also taught me to kind of like pray for other people mm-hmm. in a sense, um, just because not everybody usually has that direct faith not everybody prays before their food for example Mm -hmm. right um but just also just other people going through their situations or their certain mindsets in certain senses Mm -hmm. um like just today it was kind of wild um this lady got received something in the mail and it was like a check for like some couple thousand dollars and it's like hey you won a contest blah blah blah. like your total earnings is like three hundred thousand or something like that but uh, you know, we gave you this check, so give us a call before you deposit it, and then after oh, wow. you deposit, come home and then give us another call. Oh wow! So she came to the bank first just to like check. Was real, yeah. Yeah. So like we're looking at it, you know. I'm like, it doesn't seem like it seem it doesn't seem real at all. It seems right. like fraud. So went to the branch manager. She looked at it, and we called the number. Well, first we researched the bank uh, that the check was cut from. Well, we called the bank, no, no answers. Yeah. yeah, it's on it's on Google, but there's no it's not real bank. Yeah. There's yeah, it's no real bank. So we called the number on the phone, and, you know, kind of posed as her, and then said, "Oh, here's the security code, blah blah blah." Okay, and it's like, okay, well, cool. Go ahead and cash that, and then uh, when you get home, call us. And then she puts it on speaker, and she's like, "But why though?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, so we can tell you the date of when you'll receive the rest of your money. Why okay, you tell me that now? <laughs> why? Yeah, like, why? And it's like, you know, goodbye, ma'am. And then hangs up the phone. Mm. So, you know, obviously fraud. So we go back, tell the customer, but she's an elderly lady. So that's why it's the whole thing it in hurts, the first yeah. place. And, uh, you know, we give her the paper back. And he was like... Oh, you, do you want us to shred that? Blah blah blah. She's like, oh no, like uh, you know, I I, I want to give them a call myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ma'am, don't do that. Like this 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 is a scam to get you to release your information. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't do it. And she's like, oh no, blah blah. And she was just fighting it. And it's just like, you know, I I as I'm looking at her, I'm just thinking, I I, I kind of understand because you said you didn't win any you never won anything in your life and stuff and I I understand there's some type of the feeling, sentimental yeah. you know feeling to it but it's like there's there's no good that's going to come of this mm-hmm. and she's not understanding that she's not taking that she's not blah 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 and the thought just kept across my mind I was like you know I just hope that she doesn't call or something happens to her right, because she doesn't get this. hustled right yeah because that's the, the I I can only do so much, especially be being at a job, you exactly. know, and it's like, I, that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing that just kind of practice, like strengthens my faith in a sense, because at least I can give it to him and give it to God mm-hmm. to 
try to handle it because I can't do anything at the moment. I have to admit that. Yeah, exactly. No, and I truly understand that because that's the aspect that, you know, I practice that all the time now, mm. you know, to the point of like, man, I can't help this person. You know, this person doesn't want my help, so I pray they get help. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I pray to find the help they need or whatever turnout needs to happen. It turns out the way they need it to turn out, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, and I truly understand how, like they said, it transforms. You know, Grandma gave the pamphlet, and she's saying you pray for you. So it's like, okay, maybe I should pray for others then. Yeah. And, you know, you know, uh, what's the word? Pass it on. Or not pass it on. What's the, what's the thing when you go to the drive-thru uh, and you buy some? Pay it forward. There you mm-hmm. go. Pay it forward, you know? So it's like, that's exactly what it is, paying forward in different aspects of life. But yeah. same principle. But um, but yeah, nah, bro. I think that's right there. It was deep, and I think uh, you know, we had a great topic today for sure. Staying sharp. Is there anything you would like to leave with anybody? You know, well, um, of course, a quote. Mm-hmm. I don't have a quote right now. I'm a quote. <laughs> but uh, where are you still trying to stay sharp at in your life? Um, just discipline. Mm. Um, just working on getting rid of like some bad habits. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think that just kind of comes into this recent revelation that I kind of that I was speaking to my therapist about yesterday. Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna try to go for my master's at minimum mm-hmm. um, in psychology to become like a marriage and family therapist. Okay. Um, but another reason why I'm choosing that not only because I feel like it just jives with who I am and what I want to do for my purpose, mm-hmm. but I think it would also give me just a focus and like something to do to replace like you know smoking cigars or nicotine and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, it'll give me some type of replacement discipline that i can be consumed in rather than mm-hmm. you know thing that's not doing any good for me at the end of the day you know right so i feel that i feel mm-hmm. that yeah no and i truly understand that you know my mindset is more of i'm gonna go learn something in an aspect that i can more apply to myself a lot better as well you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like i can't be a life coach if i can't coach myself that part you know so yeah i feel that one um yeah and then the quote i just found was uh it was actually pretty good you are a weapon stay sharp and seek balance you know and i always think that's beautiful because we always talk about how the body's a machine you know, we have to fuel us. We have to stay oiled up. You know what I'm saying? You have to make sure that all your components are working or you ain't going to work properly, you know? And that's the same thing as stay sharp, you know? You have to make sure that everything's working. You got to make sure your mind is sharp, your heart is sharp, your mental sharp because at the same point, at the, at the, I always think the thought of you never know when you have to take off running for your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You never know. We have to put, be put in a situation where you need to pick between A and B ASAP. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make an educational fast decision right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know when you're about to be tested. You know what I'm saying? Something life's going to hit you and throw you through the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so you have to be sharp in all aspects because you never know what's coming and where you where you're going to need to cut mm-hmm. through, you know? So, like, uh, everybody out there listening today, I highly suggest, you know, take a moment, sit back, go through your past, think of some things you used to do when you was younger that, you know, your parents taught you to help you stay sharp or, you know, something that you learned that you always used to love doing, but you just stopped doing it because, you know, maybe time consumptions or mm-hmm. whatever the hell the case may be. And you might want to get back to it because that can help you really get back to your mind, your body, your spirit back to where you want it to be. Yeah. You know, so that's how I feel. I would say just don't forget where you came from. Don't forget your roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not in this case, I'm not speaking in the familial sense with family. Um, just more so of 
what did you enjoy and then also what did you learn mm-hmm. and just continue to practice that as you were saying yeah um like i feel like gaming recently has just kind of brought me back to who like the the person that i used to be in mm-hmm. the sense of like just enjoying my day-to-day right you know and then i feel like that was just like a nice carry over into where i need to be instead of letting myself fall into this abyss you mm-hmm. know? yeah no and i you know I, I as you were saying this analogy came to my head it's like you know go back to your old toy chest and go through it and find the toys that you truly loved mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying a lot of them shit you don't need no more you know like you said go back to your past a lot of that stuff you don't need no more but there are some things in there that you probably just forgot about it and he's like damn this thing really did make my imagination roll you know what yeah. i'm saying or shit something simple as the power rangers come together morphing thing and it's like oh yeah this thing right here always did make me think and imagine and make my mind go so maybe i do need this toy back in my life you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying maybe i do need this workout routine back in my life or this type of exercise wherever it was this book right. that i haven't read in a long time maybe i need that back in my life and start reading that again you know maybe i need to go back to that church yeah you know what i'm saying go check it out and see if it's still for me because when i used to go there when i was younger it felt good and I haven't been there so long now. I feel salty. So let me go back and see if they may they might rejuvenate me again and be what I need to stay where I need to be at. You know. I was gonna say to sum that up pretty well too. Just remember your testimonies that you did know you made and the one and figure out the one that you didn't know you made mm-hmm. and learn from it. Because mm-hmm. a testimony is a testimony that shit truly happened to you and you only know that. So build off of that and don't forget right you know yeah so exactly yeah go back to what worked for you you know you never know what it is so uh yeah thank you for joining me again bro for another great episode yes sir i said short and sweet but to the point i loved it Mm -hmm. thank you jessica for being the audience I don't know if you can hear that, but hey. <laughs> yes. Uh, everybody out there listening today, uh, hope you guys learned something today. You already know if you have a comment or anything, share it with us on our Gmail, Facebook, IG. Make sure to sign up for your Audible book. Make sure we're giving out free knowledge. Get your free 30 days free. Get your 30 days free of knowledge. One book I'm highly suggesting is uh, The Five People You Meet in Heaven. Yep. So, yes, please go check that out. I want to listen book. to it again. Great book, amazing book. And uh, yeah, hope you guys had a wonderful day, a marvelous afternoon, a splendid evening, and remember to just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. Yes, sir. Band. Band. Band.